It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 20, The Deadly Assassin. Because he's shutting down your butt stuff. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Debbie? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a genetic machine. It's like a person. The resulting reaction is fighting. All right, welcome to the old Doctor Who show. I am your host, Eric. And I'm your other host, Dan. We uh, This is the show where we would watch streaming Doctor Who. On uh, Netflix or Hulu, Wait, why do you, uh, but why do you maybe say that's like not that? the case anymore. You say it like it's in the past tense. That's weird. I do because we have breaking news. <laughs> well, I guess it it happened. This news uh, broke February first. Yeah. All of the um, all the episodes are gone. Yeah, uh, BBC pulled all streaming rights from Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu. I didn't even know that there was that much on Amazon to begin with. But anyway, they're all gone. Yeah, Amazon had been gone. Like, since the time yeah. that we started oh, right. this podcast yeah. a year ago. Yeah, remember, Amazon it left Netflix. Right, right. Yeah, it ended up leaving Netflix. Then it came back. Yeah. Then it left Amazon. Yeah, and Hulu was the place where most of the classic episodes were available. So this is really it's kind a bit of crappy. It's a bit of a quandary here. Um, we have, I think, three scenarios. Yeah. Lay they out. negotiate an exclusive deal with Netflix or Hulu. Meh. That could certainly happen. Man. Probably unlikely. Nope. The next one, they launch an app of their own with every episode, something really cool, kind of like the Simpsons world. Yeah. But with Doctor Who. And then yeah. you can log in and authorize against you know, your cable provider, which is what most of the channels do. Like if you look at FX or um, Encore or Stars HBO, or any of those yeah. things. Yeah. Or they do their own HBO Now, CBS digital platform where you pay 14 bucks a month i'm thinking that's the most likely okay so here's here's the complication i see is all the stuff had been available on the bbc uh bbc player whatever it is but it's only available if you're in the uk uh because of the way that their tv system the public broadcasting is subsidized by tv tax that all the citizens have to pay right, and blah blah right. so they're the only ones that had access to it then there was the whole thing with BBC America that makes it a little more complicated. So BBC America would stream or would air uh, the current series of Who a little bit late. When it first started, it was very late. Yeah, but and then they they, like, they matched the next day, the next day, right? Yeah, or, or, or day of. Now it's close. now it's day. it was like it was next day. Now it's day of. So they were trying to fight piracy. That's why they they moved it up because even with a twenty four hour delay, people are still pirating the heck out of this. So I think that makes it more complicated. If they're gonna do, I think if they're, I think they're gonna do their own service. That's what I'm seeing on. That's the scuttlebutt. Sure, they're gonna do their own service. I'm afraid that it's not gonna be uh, an HBO Go like experience where you can authenticate authenticate against your cable provider who carries BBC America. Right. I'm, that's what I'm afraid. I'm of. I think hoping gonna, that it is. I um, mean, I hope so. Just because most of them do that, and what is the point of putting it on BBC America anyway? Because most, like Verizon, I'm sure Comcast, have yeah. some kind of video-on-demand uh, element to it anyway. And with DVRs and the fact that BBC America does air classic episodes of Who, 
Like, what's mm-hmm. the difference? Uh, they do. No, I, they do. Like, I know. Do they? Yeah, because when they did... I've never seen a classic episode of Who on BBC when America, they, but I don't watch I BBC don't know America how often they do, but when yeah. I still had cable and they were starting season nine, they ran mm-hmm. Genesis of the Daleks before oh. the, uh, you know, Return to Scarrow that we saw in uh, oh, season that's nine. awesome. But anyway, I mean, it could be... The, again, I don't, be. I don't think the audience... I don't think the market is ready for another pay service I don't cbs think is trying it i think that's gonna fail like i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna enter into it i think that's that's where these broadcasters hope things are gonna go is a la carte paid services to make up for the revenue they're gonna get from all these cable cutters or cord cutters whatever yeah right. um but i don't think that that's i don't think it's viable but that doesn't mean that they're not gonna do something stupid i mean cbs is a huge media company and they're making a stupid mistake in my eyes. I I don't see why they don't all just jump on board with one platform like Hulu. They're already charging out the wazoo for it with commercials, so they still get ad revenue. I mean, it's like it's a it's a hundredth of what they right. get for air time. I don't know why they don't all do this. I mean, to make it even worse, just to, you know, show how stupid these people are, um, I think it's Comcast is looking to purchase a majority share of Hulu right now. And uh, the rumor is part of that negotiation is the requirement that uh, next day streaming of current seasons of shows would be disabled across all of Hulu. Just take it off entirely. Yeah. Which is one of the main reasons to even have Hulu. Right. Well, I- but it's, it's in order to try to prevent or disincentivize people from cutting the cord. Right. And I, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Is, with which is, again, why I just, think the authenticating oh against – Comcast or Verizon makes sense because it keeps the cable people happy, and they're well, yeah, also and, for and an additional fee. They can just yeah. say, you know, you don't want cable, pay fifteen bucks. If you have cable, pay nine bucks or whatever you pay through the cable company to get. Uh, yeah, BBC. I, mean, I, I pay I a lot of money for great. BBC America. Yeah. So why would I want to then go ahead and pay? An extra fifteen dollars to be able to watch all their like you know what I mean like they're already getting yeah. my money one way or the other. But anyway, there is a third option though. Okay, uh, that option. is that the BBC uh-huh. or an eccentric, uh, wealthy listener starts mm-hmm. mailing us DVDs to review really uh, as far idea. as keeping our podcast on it. Because the reason why we're talking about this obviously is Dan and I. The whole point that we did this podcast was to just go to originally just Netflix. And review the episodes that just about anybody can watch with right. us. And now that's been taken away. So yeah. something's going to happen. Like some announcement is going to be made. What's so frustrating is soon, I would hope. They, they pulled the plug on all these agreements before they had anything ready to replace it. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's a day away. Maybe it's a month away. Maybe. Who knows? But that seems right. that's that seems really I'm sure it's because that's that's the agreement that they had at the time was expiring. Yes. They could extend it for an extra whatever until the thing's ready. But that's really frustrating and punishing to their to the consumers. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll know by the next time we do a, our next broadcast. Yeah, Our next one is Talons of Wang Chiang, which I have seen already. I haven't seen it in years, so I would like to rewatch it. I, it's one of the ones I don't own. Like, I didn't yeah. buy it on iTunes. So. I went ahead and bought um, this one, the, the Deadly Assassin Deadly that we're Assassin. reviewing. Um, I'm really glad I did because uh, we'll it's get great. into it. But this is one yeah, of the best right. episodes. Man, All right, so do you, have any, do you have anything else? Because we can just jump into the episode. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm just, I'm just like uh, floored over this uh, 
this pulling of the streaming. So okay. otherwise, I also whatever. I've been watching season nine that you bought me. Oh man, uh, I don't want to talk about it now. I only oh. have one episode left oh. because we're already like ten minutes in. We'll I know. talk about it next episode i could give you we could talk about the whole yeah i think we're gonna have to the whole thing uh which is good because i'm gonna go back and watch some of it again so i can uh, yeah be better yeah be i just finished uh heaven sent um but anyway we'll, we'll, we'll okay. get into it so you want to hit the uh magic yeah i'll hit that magic button. button do it turn it off to the i must apologize for my subordinate he lets his enthusiasm run away with him. I see. The hot and cold technique. We are simply seekers of the truth, and we haven't got much time. Chancellor Goth has ordered your immediate trial. I'd like to help you. How about a signed confession? That will help. I hate going into court without possessing the full facts. Motive, for instance. Now, that's a sensible question. Why should anyone want to assassinate a retiring president? A personal grad? I never met him! I know! I've seen your biog. And you still think I did it? I think you're going to be executed for it. They are preparing the vaporization chamber now. You have about three hours to live, Doctor. What? Well, that's monstrous. Vaporization without representation is against the Constitution. You are an embarrassment. You realize I've been framed, don't you? Framed? Yes, framed. So the Earth expressed it means that someone's got a great deal of trouble to get me into this mess. Why did you come back here? To try and save the president's life. All right, it's the deadly assassin. You like that, right? I took a little, for uh, listeners at home, I did a delay just enough Man. to throw Dan off when I just started yelling about the deadly assassin, which is what we're reviewing today. Oh, yeah. This is 1976. The fourth doctor is summoned back to Gallifrey, where he experiences a premonition of the assassination of the Time Lord president. After he arrives, he realizes he wasn't called there by the Time Lords, who instead attempt to arrest him and impound his TARDIS. The doctor escapes their custody and tries to prevent the death of the president, only to find himself framed for the murder. In order to avoid his trial and execution, the doctor uses an election technicality to postpone his time and unravels the mystery behind the deadly assassin. Do you like how I, I hooked in the title to at the that end? That's pretty good. Like, if T, guys, TV Guy were still around. I don't know if you guys know this, but Eric writes all of these before we start, and uh, he's getting pretty good at the English language. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is the third story of the 14th season. As I said, 1976. It's written by uh, everyone's favorite Robert Holmes mm-hmm. and directed by David Maloney. Yep. It sounded like you liked this episode, so is that Man, like, is correct? Yeah, I mean... There's, there's it's one of the I, best. I have a couple of issues with it, but for for the most part, I love it because it's it's right up my alley. It is a not historical. Uh, it is full of uh, the canon. It is is definitely like oh yeah, I mean, chock full of so that. much stuff, that, especially a lot of stuff that we find out that gets referred back to in the current incarnation of Doctor Who. I mean, there's just yeah. and you know so it's you know it's here. serious because it opens with a scroll. Is this the first scroll, is this the only like, time we've ever seen that? That was amazing. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It starts off with a, a very kind of Star Wars-ish yeah. uh, overlay um, with the Doctor doing a voiceover. There's a lot of uh, you know science fiction things that we will see later. I have a ton of notes on first. that. Yeah. Definitely felt like, uh, yeah, uh, this episode was bar- uh, used for uh, a lot of other sci-fi shows and movies 
Yeah, and it's straight crazy. Like a lot of it, like it, they don't take any time in just going nuts. Like it starts off with the scroll, and you're like, well, "What's happening?" Yep. And then you get the doctor's premonition, which is like this first person perspective yeah. assassination thing. It's just straight up crazy. Intercutting, like jump cut back to his face reacting to the thing that's happening. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, and who who is the character that is the old security guy? Uh, is it Ca- is is it not Castellin? No, uh, Elgin. 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 Is he the main guy? The guy that looks like he was just handed the script for the show? Like, all of his reading? He is a great character, but, like, not maybe not a lot of preparation went into Well, this is definitely one of those episodes where I felt like the actors were like, I just got to say these words. They don't mean anything. I just got to get these words out of my mouth. It's just empty syllables. Um, Especially when later they they hook the doctor up to the uh, Matrix and yeah, it's literally the Matrix. Yeah, it's like there's... yeah, a computer that generates a reality that uh, yeah that he experiences. Not not to mention he also builds a hookah at one point. Yes, he does. There's a lot of like they talk about vaporizing yes, years do. before uh, there's vaporizing, and he he does build a a, a hookah yep. right. And he when he pretends that he's still sitting in the chair with his <laughs> scarf, smoking out of his hookah, yep. only to go into one of the craziest episodes. Uh, complete with clowns looking oh, through man. The uh, whole... puddles. So we, again, oh, I'm, we're jumping so all over the place. But, uh, but hopefully you guys have watched this already, yeah. so you know what, that... Oh, my gosh, it's so good. All right, so... I, you know, I was reading a all little right, bit so... about this. Uh, again, I just got to say, uh, TARDIS, Datacore, TARDIS.wiki.com, you guys are fantastic. Everyone should go there and donate um, to them uh, after you donate to us. Um, but they mentioned... Yeah, we could use DVDs. <laughs> they mentioned that this is... Uh, the only serial uh, that the doctor appears in without a companion. Yeah. Like oh, ever, like, ever, like really? No, no companion whatsoever. Now we've had we've had stuff in the current series where a companion has left. Um, let's say after Rose leaves, and then the Christmas special, he picks up a companion for the episode. Like he does that all the time. This one, there's no companion. Yeah. So yeah, they said this is the only serial that, that ever happened. Um, yeah, at all. yeah, it's very strange because he's strange. got no one really to talk to to bounce things mm. off. I mean, they they adopt that the guy that I said that sort of looked like he just, was just handed the <laughs> script. That's he's sort of the companion. Well, no, Ca- Castellan is Castellan is he's like the kind of uh, detective. He he's kind of his his guy to bounce stuff off. But he's an adversary, especially at the beginning, because he's investigating the, the assassination. Um, yeah, there's there's just no one uh, for him. So that was that was kind of cool. Um. And for some reason, Castellan sounded like that was someone that we should know or has come back. But, you know, I was looking around. I can't find any other mention of this guy. This is the only story he appears in. But that just sounded like someone else we've heard of before. Maybe. But it wasn't. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. Right. Just, you know, I'm wrong. That's all right. We can bring that up. Uh, so what did we learn in this episode? There's a lot of cool stuff. A, I mean, we can go, we can go episode we can by go episode. We go back to the CIA, too. Yeah. You reintroduced the concept of the CIA, which was in The Three Doctors. Yeah. Which is the um, what's it stand for? It's the Celestial uh, Inter- Intervention Agency. Yes, yes, and they're you know portrayed as this ruthless uh, group. There's like a, a comment about them too, where it's like the CIA is full of ruthless murderers, right. where they all looked at the camera yeah, and then you know, pointed at Americans. Like, you know what yeah, I'm talking about? That's great. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> you know what we're referring to because when we say CIA, we're also because it, it has a CIA. dual. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. 
So, and then there's also the, the live broadcast that he watches <sighs> that is like looking through the like the guy just looking right up at him. Like, well, <laughs> right but no, we see later that's where the camera was mounted. <laughs> yeah, the camera. Yes. That, oh, but man, it's such it's a so funny good. like yeah. uh, angle. Yeah, speaking um, right to you, doctor. So this is, and there's also yeah, go on, no, go, no, on. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say uh, during the the grand spectacle, uh, the coronation or whatever. Yeah. And then it sounds like Iron Butterflies playing in the background with that organ is just rocking out and all those guys with those dumb uh, headgears and it's big 70s, shoulder pads man. and everything. It's awesome. Yeah, they're getting ready for the They should be on roller skates. Glam rock. Like, if they were on roller skates, I totally would have bought the it. The budget for this episode must have been insane. For the, the costumes, they had a cast sure. of yeah. like a couple dozen extras that needed to all wear these costumes. The panopticon, where the, the ceremony is taking place and all the action happens, is pretty massive for a doctor who set yeah. and it's not the only set there's a lot of other uh sets they had to build plus location shots in a quarry and right. it apparently in a jungle but I mean, there's just a yeah this this was a really big budget and and uh you know the the makeup for the master obviously we, we i guess yes. you guys have already watched this but you know this is a reappearance of the master um hey why does the master look like Skeletor? The way they say it, that he's out of regeneration. Yes, so they. they so his, they but he's still clinging to life. But one. his body has sort of is on its very last leg. It's completely falling. He's <sighs> going to disintegrate, and that's how he's going to die. Right. I have a whole thing with, with that anyway, because people die in this that are time lords, ah. starting with the president, and nobody regenerates. Okay, actually. So why don't like I was, I was there's a, about that too. There's there were, a guard. There's the president. I was thinking the guards may not actually be able to regenerate. They are not Time Lords. They are... Okay. But they're certainly the uh, Goth. But I don't know yeah, that... Goth and the President. I don't know if this is... A, for people that are doing a Doctor Who show review, we should know a lot more of this. But I don't necessarily think that all Gallifreyans can regenerate. I think it's Time Lords who can generate. They okay, are well, Even judging with so that... the President should have... The President yes. and Goth are both Time Lords. Yes. So, Goth, but they don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe there's something special that happened there. But they do definitely say um, they they imply strongly the twelfth regeneration limit, um, right. which you know gets circumvented. Which we're still dealing with. Or, well, or, yeah. How do they get around it now? It's he was he granted, got recharged or he something. Was granted more. Granted more. So it's not. By it's the not sisters, like a, sisters of Karn. Is that how we got? No, more? I don't remember the episode where that. It wasn't that. It was like the name of the doctor or yeah. the day of the doctor of something up As doctor. a reward for you know, saving the galaxy. He's, gotcha. Um, so it's not any sort of physical limit. It's just this is what yeah. they do. But, but you to know, answer your uh, question, I stuff, think that was like his body was But how did he get to My question down. is how did he get to that point? Like what, what killed him? And I was going back and looking to see when was the last time we saw the, in a t- saw the, doc- uh, the master in a TV story. Had nothing to do with that. It looks like it was... No, and they mentioned that planet. Yeah, so there's on. a planet. So there, there are some prose um, Doctor Who stories and comics as well that kind of lead up to that as well. So okay. it was something that happened on, on a planet after he had gone to Scarrow and whatever. Right. So this is where... So the, do- he, say, the Doctor shows up. We He has his premonition again that we mentioned in the, the uh, description of the episode, what have you. He ends up getting framed for it, right? So he runs from, uh, from the security or the police mm-hmm. or, or what, what have you. The I guess it's Goth who shoots the guard, right? Because it's it's a f- figure in a hood. It could be the master, I guess, or it could be Goth who's working for him. Right. They kill the guy. Uh, he ends up stealing. Uh, well, actually, he like leaves the TARDIS and then he goes back into the TARDIS. Yes. 
because that's where he sees the news broadcast. Then he escapes again because they've been pounded the TARDIS. Then he steals the robes. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to the party where he's hanging out and seeing his old teachers. And like, uh, there's lots of cool like things like that that did give the the doctor some more of his backstory of the yeah Yeah, what he was like when he was on Gallifrey. So he goes there, and then he sees the place where the uh, gun is. Like, he sees the gun. Up by the camera. And he goes to get the gun, mm-hmm. and then he's looking through the sights, to, I guess, to try to find the be- the the uh, uh, assassin, yeah. the true assassin. Yeah. And then he sees he sees the assassin shoot him, but not the face of the assassin. Like, yeah, I that was... You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's oh, a story. I thing, know it was you, like... Goth, because I watched I watched you... Dude, like that part was a little strange, and then the whole, yeah, and the way that they say, well, no, clearly I didn't kill him because the sights are off. Yeah, it's like that was your intent to kill him because if you were the assassin, you knew the sights were off, you could have broke the sights after you shot him, or you could have angled it in a way that right that was not a hey, which is why Castellan didn't believe him to begin with. It doesn't matter, but it does lead to a great uh, uh, symbolic move when they do frame him for the murder and they drag him through the. you know, the place where they're having the big coronation ceremony or whatever. He looks immediately like Jesus. <laughs> he's at like, where he's being dragged through the streets and everyone's, you know, throwing at him and telling him that he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you are on your way to your crucifixion, Messiah. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, super subtle. Oh, man. So anyway, yeah, so that, that happens. And then he, again, this is a very strange technicality. It's Article 17 or, or Article 18? Article 17. Of their, 17 of their says if you're running for office you could commit murder basically is that like <laughs> you, you, you're guaranteed liberty so it doesn't matter if you yeah uh, if if you're if you're murder. running for the presidency you can't be barred or restrained from which is a great like that's a whole like why you know one of these crazy time lords should have just had like the election of a lifetime yeah. and just went on a murder spree well he hadn't been convicted yet so it's yeah. fine but the master right. so, kind of knew that he was going to do this because he's just that clever, just knew all the steps that uh, the doctor was going to take along the way. Um, just backing up real quick, uh, sure. other other uh, science fiction references. Did this not look exactly the assassination setup and everything look exactly like Star Trek Six? When I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I didn't see. Really? It. Come no. on. So, this we're back to the same thing. Uh, I've only seen. Just makes me so upset. Okay. Rathacon well, and I'm talking uh, to you, audience, and not to Eric. Um, it yeah. just looks exactly like. Is it the same thing? Yeah. There's an assassin that's going to shoot the the. Oh, I haven't seen this in forever. The president the of the, the Federation. What's that? Are the whales in that? No, one? that's four. This okay. is this is later than that. Anyway, um, it's a, that's yeah, so, very much. It, it's almost the exact same setup, except at the end, I think Kirk jumps in and. Uh, knocks the president out of the it way. Says he's the, running for president. Uh, anyway, just I had yeah. to mention. So anyway, it so the, the like doctor. It. Yeah, the doctor um, again gets his technicality. He's running for president. So then he starts to work with uh, uh, well, Castellan. Right. Yes. Castellan's the guy I'm talking about. That always the way he delivers his lines sounds like he's just. Well, he's the, the well, he's the one with the, the really time. weird accent. It was kind yeah. Of he's Italian? got a, it's like another doctor. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not I don't sure know what it was, but it was something. But you're skipping a part that the the. Time Lord guards decided to torture the heck out of the Doctor in order to get a confession out of him, which That's is a true. very like I don't know a strange thing to see. With there's a lot of moments in this episode where you know they're, they're torturing the hell out of him. Um, people get shot and there's just no reaction. They don't really even care. And at one point, Castellan shoots a guy, and just he and his friend just look at each other. 
just like eh, just right. shot a guy. The guys, are you talking about the guy when he's reaching for yeah. the matrix controls yeah. or whatever? Yeah, he, he, he couldn't just, just knock him out of the way him. and restrain him. He shot him, and they're just like, oh well, that guy's Speaking dead. Speaking of that character, there was a scene uh, between him and the guy Engin, and he tells Engin. Uh, I think the doctor's been framed, and he has no idea what that is. And he's like, "Oh, it's an Earth expression." Right. But he never explains what it is. Like that's where he ends it. And he just keeps right. Going. Like it's like, oh, okay, I don't know. what what is he? What are you talking about? Oh, it's an Earth expression. Oh, all right then. So uh, yeah, um, and then all of a sudden the doctor's in a pirate shirt. Also, like uh, he's in that, that he Seinfeld made that pirate work. pirate yeah, shirt. He made it work. He, he made it work really well. He really did. So the the doctor uh, is working with. Um, uh, Rassilon and Elgrin in order to figure out what's going on. And this is actually where it gets uh, established that there is this database, this matrix, that when a Time Lord dies, their brain gets uploaded into this um, giant brain-like uh, system so that their their brain patterns, their consciousness is there. That way they can use the collective memory experiences and knowledge of all the deceased time Lords in order to make predictions about the future or things that are going to happen. Uh, we definitely see that come back several times in the current series. Uh, most notably uh, in the current series in C- series nine. Do you, what? are you aware of that or not? <laughs> what? That this the... comes back in, in the current series. Um, Cause they have the, they have I don't the, know if they mentioned it specifically the last one. Again, this is, I don't want to spoil it remember for anybody you've seen or listening to this. Um, so yeah, I anyway, don't, I don't think you spoiled anything for the, me, but I don't know if they specifically mentioned the matrix. They don't, they don't necessarily call it a matrix, but they have the, um, uh, they have the cloister rates who are these, have you seen the cloister rates? All right. Well, you have a great episode coming up. It's <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so no, yeah, and, and that makes strongly. sense because where yeah, where I ended, they got to the place where you would probably have okay. cloister rates. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's what they're called. Anyway, anyway. great stuff. Yeah, so, so the, this, the this whole is, this the, is, I mean, that but isn't that really creepy? Isn't that just like a horrible thing that when a time lord that finally all their dies, consciousnesses are, tra- are trapped in that, that machine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It, yeah. Just in order to be able to make that's why prediction. there's so many crazy clowns trapped oh, under the uh, so. the water. Or uh, weird dinosaur eggs that you step on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a world in which if you want to destroy someone, you turn them into a Barbie doll. Like, so there's definitely... Man, that was <laughs> super skip bad. Over, we skipped over that, and it happens twice. twice. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know what the power was that he had uh, to matter shrink people. And it was to... matter condensation. Okay, Duh. is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, exactly what they call it. The master came across the ability to uh, oh, do matter condensation. So... Yeah, so anyway, so the Doctor does, to go back to your point about the Matrix, I mean, it literally is the Matrix, so anyone familiar with the movie The Matrix, it's... I do you know, not know what you're talking about. A simulated program caused by all these Time Lord uh, consciousness is conscious nigh. Conscious nigh, you're right. Your Latin's coming um, That generate this crazy world that somehow is being used by the Master to send premonition. Like, he had used the Matrix to implant the vision of the future in the Doctor's head. Of the assassination. I don't understand okay, how that so works. What I think is more clear. So when the, when the Time Lord's brain patterns get uploaded into this matrix, that's just used as a computer in order to make predictions. But the master himself, right. he connected into this, and he's the one that set up this virtual world. This is not – I don't think this is a thing that exists just on its own. This is something because right. he connected okay. to it so many times he was able to cre- construct this reality. So and, that clown you know, he, is from the uh, – I was going to say is from the um, – 
from the third Doctor John Pertwee episode because he was at the carnival. Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah, it could so be. So that's maybe so, what, yeah, from his memory of nice. the time, his time at the Your connections, you're making connected here. that whole Amazing. thing right there because it's written by the same author. Oh, see, there you go. Right? It was Robert Holmes, I believe. Sure. Yeah. Um, but Look you know what? We don't have to feel bad about being confused about this because I think the uh, the uh, writer was just making up as he went along because the actors completely didn't know anything about how to do this. That they've never, no one's ever connected their living consciousness to the Matrix. Yet when stuff starts to go down and and the Doctor looks like he's going to die or whatever, they I know what's going. They know what's yeah. happening. They figured it all out. Oh, the, that kind be, of stuff. Is, oh. Yeah, that kind of stuff is my favorite. Like that's. That made this whole episode, like that whole sequence, and that's the sequence almost the, fine, all yes. of episode three, se- right? It's like I'm not talking about the sequence. I'm talking about the um, Castellan and Elgin sitting and outside like, this and watching the Doctor sweat <laughs> and know exactly what's happening inside. Oh, he he needs his body's looking for sugar. That means he's about to fight. <laughs> I don't know. I had that in my notes. That <laughs> sugar. It was like, oh, he's either about to run or uh, he's going to fight a guy in the the water. He's got the he's got the munchies. Yeah. Okay, so crazy. but the entire third episode of the serial, yeah, it's pretty much a surrealistic dream sequence. Yeah, dreams. They call it a dreamscape too, yes, tying do. it to the movie the Dreamscape. Dream. Oh man, I love that movie as a kid. Yeah, it's such a, it's great, such movie. a great movie. Got to rewatch that. Well, if this whole streaming thing doesn't work out, we'll just do a dreamscape <laughs> podcast every uh, podcast. Every um, but yeah, so you got crazy clowns, you got dinosaur eggs, you got the World War One imagery again. Man, that lots was of so, gas that masks. That was the one I thought was so. Are you my mommy? Yeah. Yeah, the gas mask and the horse wearing the gas mask thing when they're well, yeah. that was and the the, tra- the train track, the train that's yeah. running through the thing. It's yeah. yeah there was some really good. The, the only problem I have, like all that was awesome. That was like the first half of the third episode. But then the second half of it is just the hunter, this guy, uh, this, yeah. this whole most dangerous game. <laughs> thing going yes, on who, where the doctor is also like so thirsty and dehydrated he's just eating leaves yes that was also a yeah. great part where he they're it, like he needs water and they end up poisoning the water it just uh but go on no yeah. it, that just went on so long it was there was did, I, there was not a whole I, I was tension the going whole thing, on there though. there was it was just like 30 second shot of the the hunter walking that yeah. just walking See, i love the whole thing I, I love that the whole thing. That part just, I, yeah. I, I was down with on. that whole thing. Like, all right, all right, all right. Um, I get it. I get it. Let's go. Um, but one thing to talk about Goth, because we do, we yes. re- reveal at the end of this episode. It's Chancellor Goth. That, uh, yeah, Chancellor Goth is behind this whole thing. He's been working with the Master. He is from The Mind Robber. He's the actor that played Gulliver. Thank you. Do you remember Gulliver from? Processing. From The Mind Robber? Processing. No? Okay. I believe you were fond of his character from, the, from that <laughs> I believe, movie. I, um, I believe I've seen that episode. Yeah, he also may have been in another Doctor Who episode, but I did see that it's the same actor that had played uh, Gulliver. thought that was interesting. Huh. Um, again, I, I have my notes here. Why don't the Time Lords regenerate? And we sort of talked about that. I, I don't know what the answer is. If it's just that they forgot or if there's... You know, the the gun that they use is a way to kill a Time Lord without them regenerating. But then Goth, you know, so so eventually, and again, how does the Doctor get out of this world? He falls down yeah. in the in the dream. Because they set up the thing, like, if you, and again, just like Dreamscape. Yeah. If you die here, you die in real life. 
They don't specifically. So the doctor, get really, I, yeah, they don't get really specific yeah, do- about that. But yeah, right. the doctor has to wake up, I guess, in this world to to well, join the real world because they they show a shot of him standing, and then I think he falls over and he wakes up. No, I think and he what gets he out, and Goth is, is still stuck in there. It was because Goth was the one. It wasn't the master connected to it this time. It was Goth connected to the Matrix. And remember when uh, the doctor finds that grenade and sets a booby trap, and yeah. it goes off. Uh, and apparently grenades in dreamscapes only have about a one inch blast radius. Anyway, because he was, he was right next to <laughs> He was to lightly, it. he was lightly grazed. He was literally <laughs> he standing was next to it. More irritated than else. anything else. Right. But the doctor be, being far away from this, not seeing it happen, heard the blast go off and says, it didn't work. I didn't get him because if I did, I would be out of this nightmare. So all, what he needed to do is actually kill or disable whoever was keeping him prisoner. And it turns out it was actually goth in there. So when, he, when they have that struggle in the water and it looks like goth is going to drown him. And then the doctor gets up and knocks him over the head. Yeah. I think it was actually him knocking out goth that let him escape it. That was probably, it. but that's also another question that I have because they say the doctor is going to be at an advantage because the person that he's fighting in there has to maintain this reality. Right. And fight him. But isn't the master maintaining the reality and Goth is just a, another traveler in that world? Sure. I mean, I, you, you can post-rationalize it. Yeah. I mean, it seems it seems strange because when the doctor first enters into this world, the master's talking to him and taunting him and laughing. And uh, the doctor gets hurt and his leg is bleeding and he says he denies this reality. He realizes that right. it's all fake. And the master kind of overrides that and says, no, this is my world. I created it. I'm in control. But he's not actually connected to it anymore. It's Goth that's connected. I mean, maybe you can just say that this is a world that he created because they do mention that he, the master, must have connected to it multiple times in order to set right. all this up. So he just set the whole thing in motion, and it was Goth that was in there kind of and they, they the never and quite, driving. I don't think they ever explain how the master used that to put the premonition in the doctor's he, mind, he was in, so that he, would he was inside the matrix when this him. premonition was going to happen and was able to redirect it instead of having it kind of output from the from the matrix itself he kind of diverted the signal and sent yeah. it telepathically all to right. the who okay. knows i mean hey <laughs> I'm fine i mean this it. is all hard science we can look all this up uh yeah and again there is uh you know the master is known as being a master of mind control like that's a thing that they bring up so uh, i'll buy it yeah that's cool um so then we go into episode four you know the the goth is terribly injured Mm -hmm. after this because the the master attempts to destroy the whole world by overriding it or putting too much energy into it or something yeah and unfortunately goth is still hooked up to the thing so he's terribly burned uh as we said uh tom baker or the doctor wakes up because he's killed the guy hunting him and decided to wake up and he wakes up yeah. and he's like I, I uh he has a great line of like i, I had requested a non-smoking seat a non-smoking cabin the, yeah that, the, yeah the, the machinery sure. is smoking at that point the master then fakes his own death uh which was kind of cool and then we 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 learn all about the whole reason why the master is doing this, which is this whole mythology of, of Rassilon and the sash of Rassilon and the eye of harmony and the great key. Yep. And I feel like the eye of harmony was mentioned in the third, three doctors, right? With, uh, Omega. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, because the o- Omega and, and Rassilon are considered the two founders of the time Lord society. So yeah, right. that, that could, yeah, be cause I remember like with that story, like, 
he was so respected and well because he had traveled into the a black hole, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where he got the power to to, to sort he, of that, that's what power Gallifrey, right? Yeah. That's that's right. right. Which is connected Rassalon to this. Omega. I think the, Rassalon was the the architect that made this all happen, and he and Omega. Okay, yeah. And th- this key is going to give you access to that power, and he's going to use that power to kind of give himself. An, New, I guess a new set of twelve regenerations. Who knows? Is that his goal, or just, just bring his body back? Yeah, I think it's just to, to regenerate or come back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, then he turns the guy that sent. Oh, he turns someone else into a doll. That was the last note I had. Yeah, he turned one of the guards uh, into this. a doll. But it's great, and like in the last episode, you know, you've got a big fight, and uh, again, the, the part that I like so much about it, and I'm sure you do as well, is all the Rassilon stuff and like learning about yeah. how. Like that, all the mythology is very cool, and the master is such a cool character. And the fact that he he does survive and escape in a grandfather clock oh, that maybe man. nobody knew had been like that's weird. I don't remember that old grandfather they clock. They definitely cut away. Here, they like, do a hard cut to that grandfather clock yes. out of nowhere for no reason. People and are still you have speaking. Assume, like a, oh, it's a TARDIS. Like right. until it fades away, you're like, all right, there's just a grandfather clock with his weird head appearing. Okay. Up front of it. So Castellan and Elgin are like about maybe five steps away from the grandfather mm-hmm. clock when the master They could have attempted they could to have, stop they it. They could have tried. Yeah, but instead, they he just had to went, have a, oh, a little yeah. quip that the universe isn't big enough for the two of them. Right. I, 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 guys, like, I'm sorry. I would have <laughs> saved him, but I had to get the zinger. I had a zinger ready. I just had to get it out. Hey, look, that mass murder is getting away. Uh, yeah, all right. What yeah. was going to happen? But, I mean, oh, and just to make this really explicit, the whole reason why Rassilon is so cool is because of the, the sound of the drums, the, all the stuff that comes with the master later on, mm-hmm. Timothy Dalton coming back as the master, uh, as, a, as a Rassilon actually getting to see him. Because I don't know that you actually see him at any other time, but he's made reference Before to it a lot of the, um, uh, the prose and the comics as well. About Rassilon. And this is the first time you ever heard of him, right? First time? This episode? Mm. In the the timeline. I'm trying to remember if... I don't know. I don't think we... In the episode with Omega, if if they mentioned Rassilon then. Well, maybe they could have. Maybe they did. I mean, that's where they should have if they were going to. I don't know if they did, though. Right. But anyway, yeah, yeah, again, like this whole episode as a whole just sets some of the things that are going to end up haunting the writers in the future that they have to get... You know, once the doctor himself ends up at 12, where do you go? I couldn't find anything about, and maybe I didn't look hard enough, but why 12? Like, what made um, him put that in there? Why did they choose that number instead of 100? 12, and like, does it have any kind of significance or? Yeah, I don't. You know, I guess. Other than the number that, you know, no, I don't don't know that it does. I mean, 12 just has its own significance, but I don't know that it meant anything other than it was a they were on the fourth doctor and 12 was a a lot further away so right. <laughs> i mean who who, know, who could foresee that they're going to have you know 50 plus seasons or yeah or it's just years. strange like you know because i understand they needed to have the master be fighting for his life and he's a time lord so he's going to regenerate so they had to give him something that said his life cycle was over and especially since uh, you're going to have a character strange that, you're going to have a character that's yeah. going to recur throughout the series so you yep. have to have the same ability to recast it with different actors as right. well. Um, but anyway, so all in all, great uh, episode. Really good. I really like this one a lot. Oh, they also. Okay. I don't have any oh. negatives really. Do you have any other good uh, sci-fi references throughout this besides like Dreamscape? Uh, Dreamscape. You've the got Matrix. the crawl in the beginning. Good Matrix, obviously. Um, there's sure there's others. There's I don't one, have any. Do you have this one? This is really small, but they do say uh, <laughs> Resistance is futile now. 
which is a whole Borg thing from Sucker oh, really? does say that. Which yeah. is pretty funny. Um, and for some reason, the fight sequence between uh, the Master and the Doctor, they're climbing up the stairs and the, everything's yes. falling down. It's all smoke and kind of backlit. was very much, to me, like Vader and Luke fighting. It, it yeah, there's definitely like a lot of Star Wars stuff throughout this whole. Which is obviously uh, it's the other way around. Series, it's, it's you know Star Wars is you know if any of these things that we mention have any similarities, it's that they are borrowing from this as opposed to the other way around. We're just coming to it late. It just feels, you know what I mean? We're coming at it in a kind of timey wimey sort of way. Like we've seen all these other references, and they're all coming from this thing that we're seeing later. I don't know what okay. you're talking about, but I will I will defend your right to say right. it. <laughs> Anyway, this is the source material. We're just coming to it much later after having seen all the things that are referencing it. That's all. That was kind of obvious. I didn't need to say that, but I'll say it again. Um, The the, uh, Dreamscape universe, too, is very much like like a Crispin Glover uh, video. (laughs) You mean just the video that's playing in his head all the time? Yeah. Remember he put out that album and he had like uh, clowny... Oh no. no? Oh you got to go. You got to go do that right now. <laughs> you got to go to YouTube and put Crispin Glover um Oh his record was great. Like he had like a whole puzzle in it where you had to sort of listen to the songs and look in the album and figure out this thing and the end the end result was you got an 800 number or a phone number and you would call it you'd get a message. Oh my gosh, one of the songs Crispin is called Glover. Crispin Glover Clowny Clown Clown. Yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. So if you watch that, you're like, oh okay, I could that could have this just is, walked out of this. This is super whole bonkers. Crazy, crazy world. Um, but yeah, good stuff. So what else we got? Do we have anything else on this? Uh, I'm glad at least somebody's now is googling uh, Crispin Glover's album. He's, uh, can you can you hear that at all? He should can he should be the master. I can't hear it. I can lay oh, it okay. in. You, you got. It. I'll lay I'm it. I'm trying in. to play it. I was walking yeah. on the ground. I didn't make a sound. Then I turned around and I saw a clown. Had a frown. Stood on a mound. Yeah, it's this is insanity. Uh, we need to have a link in the show notes to Clowny Clown Clown. Yeah, I will put that in it there. It is blowing my mind. For, <laughs> for oh, it gets like. The concubine song, like there is so much good stuff on that on that record. Oh, jeez! I recommend that to all of you people. Wow. Okay. All right. So I guess we're gonna be able to wrap this yeah. up, right? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. While we're talking, though, I did do a quick look up on Rassilon, and it says his first appearance was the Five Doctors. And I just actually spoiled the end of uh, Doctor Who now because I went to that thing and I saw his last appearance. Uh, whatever. So, uh, but nah. Whatever. Um, yeah. So anyway, the five doctors... Wait, no, he was... Oh, I guess appearance, yeah. but not mention. Sure. Okay. Ignore me, people. I think, you know, we still don't know if this is the first time he was mentioned as far as Doctor Who episodes. Yeah. Go. Man, I shouldn't have looked that you up. Don't, it, I'm like, you have right, no context man. for what's going to happen. It, it's cool. I know. It's cool. It's fine. It's All right, you want you want to add anything to this before we... Uh, no, I, I think podcast. I think we got yeah. it. I, for me, it was it was worth buying on iTunes, considering that was the only legal way for me to actually watch this episode right. or this serial. Um, so hopefully, you guys will will do the same. But uh, we'll keep you updated as to what happens with uh, the streaming service. Um, you can find yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll put some information we'll on uh, on the old Doctor Who Show dot com. Just to let you guys know. Uh, what our plans are for this. I want to keep going. Obviously I love, uh, Dr. Who universe. And I'd like doing this show a lot, but, uh, it does kind of 
stink that is changing the whole reason why we did this. So. Yeah, it makes it a little bit more expensive. A lot more. Um, well, if I have to you know, buy these. A lot, some of these I own. I do want to. Um, I do want to support the creators for this. I do want to purchase or um, support them by subscribing to services that do show these episodes. But right. I'm sure any of you guys use the internet know that there are other ways to see the show. So please continue to watch true. and follow along with us. All right, so this is going to air on February 10th. Uh, yep. With three weeks from then, we should know. Yeah. I hope we know what the plan is and if there's a launch date for a new service or whatever. So the plan is going forward, Talons of Wang Chang. Yep. Uh, if that changes, you know, as Dan said, we'll we'll post something on the site. Yep. Um, I guess I'll have to redo the whole schedule page because it's pointless to have checkboxes now for netflix and hulu plus if those ultimately go away yeah um anyway so you can find me eric grissom on ericgrissom.com and that's where i will uh be if you want to get in touch with me about uh oh you know what, what? i gotta say something what i guess i could have just mentioned it next time what's that uh but one of the episodes of the new series season nine the face the raven Yes. Episode features a tattoo that sort of moves under your yeah. skin and it kind of has messaging. It's like a messaging, it's like a timer. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not going to spoil the episode for anybody that hasn't seen it, but I just want the people to know that uh, when Gregory Suicide comes out next year, I had a whole tattoo messaging system into the story well before that, so you don't think I stole it from that's well, Okay, so back up and tell us about what's going on with Gregory Suicide, which. I can't uh... tell you officially what's going on i will say that it is going to come out next year i don't know what that means it's going to be a graphic novel uh, cool and it will be published by someone other than myself man so that's all i can you uh, guys know that book. that eric's written several different books um gregory suicide i read the first story and uh wanted more immediately just right away and, you and normally I don't like anything he does, but this <laughs> was like, he's like, oh God, man, dude. this guy sucks. No, this, this what was, the... this was so, so, so good. So that's, that's well, great news, heard, dude. I didn't know that. Kind, I didn't know that yeah. anything was coming with that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, cool. uh, I, it's not official. I can't, I will, um, so I'll all of you, you thousands and hundreds of um, millions of people listening to this, keep your lips sealed about this. Yeah. So if you want to read the issue that Dan's talking about, this self-contained one-shot, you can actually go to my site and you can buy it from Comixology for a buck. It's so worth it. Um, it's so good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Dan. But anyway, there is, there's a whole tattoo messaging yeah. oh, so system fine. thing that I have, and I saw that I was like shaking my, my fist. It's not quite the same, but it's a really, it was it's very cool. It's a freaking clever yeah. idea, so that's great. Um, Alright, anything else, Dan? Oh, I gave my address. Give me your nope. address. You can find me. You can find me at uh, DanJNJ on Twitter if you want to tweet at me. But you know what you should do is either send us an email uh, at theolddoctorwhoshow at gmail dot com. You can find that on uh, theolddoctorwhoshow dot com. Uh, you can also go to iTunes yeah. and uh, uh, give us a review if you listen to this. Uh, it is the best way to help. It's the best way to help people find out about us. Give us a rating and an actual like type up a few words. About what you think? Yes, because I think the oh, I don't know what the 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 threshold is, but I think you have to get to twenty maybe or ten before they even show a rating. Like we have like three ratings, and everyone's given us very high marks, which is great. But if you search for our podcast, I think it still says not enough. Yeah, we've not received enough. Yeah, 
reviews to actually give you an actual rating. So we're not even showing up. So get on that, folks, because I can only so get on that. I can only create so many fake email addresses. And... <laughs> uh, no, uh, not true. Secrets. Not true. These are all real. Um, these are real. Yeah, these are all real people. Okay. Anyway, all so that's it. Um, yeah, we'll see you. We'll definitely see you in three weeks. Hopefully, we have good news about um, the show. Everyone keep your oh, there was other Doctor Who news what was that? that we didn't talk oh, about. Oh, Stephen that's pretty big. Is leaving. Yeah. So okay. And so here's so the other thing. Here's the Peter Capaldi. Probably. Uh, I'm sure right? he is. I think he's going to do his Christmas yeah. special, and then he's he's out. I'm guessing. I don't think anything's been announced, but I think so. But that's how it. many has he done? Seasons. He's done two seasons, so it'd be very short. He might do one more. I could see him doing another. But here's the thing: is there is no Doctor Who. Except for the Christmas story in yeah, all of 2016, so there's no streaming terrible. right now. There's no new stories coming out. Nothing's happening. So that's that kind of stinks. But um, yeah, so Moffat's going to be leaving. He's still, they're still writing the stories oh, for God. 2017. And uh, what, uh, what if there's no streaming until the new show? Like, that... what if they take all of the whole year to launch it all at once? Guys, like, if you want to get the new season of Doctor Who, you have to pay 15 bucks for this new service. Guys, you'll you'll notice in this years. podcast stream, I've included a cyanide pill for you. Now is the time to bite down on it. <laughs> oh, boy. So, anyway, that's just some speculation yeah. thoughts. But, what you, I mean... There's nothing to... Nothing I to have mixed feelings on Moffat. Overall, I like him. I'm, I'm happy to see someone new come, and that's not a negative thing on on Moffat at all I think like this last season is some of his best work and some of my favorite Doctor Who yeah. of all of the new stuff definitely but I am sort of interested to see sort of a new take on it without being a, a negative yeah there was, Stephen Moffat. there's a pretty big tonal shift and structural shift going from Davies to Moffat um, though I'll say it again some of my favorite uh, Russell T. Davies episodes were ones written by Moffat. So maybe, you know, Moffat will sign off as showrunner, but still continue to write some episodes because his are pretty yeah, freaking that be great. Cool. I feel like that probably is going to be the case, at yeah. least a couple, because he seems like such a huge. Hey, do we have fan? another like he... a Neil Gaiman episode coming? Wasn't that. Did he. Because oh, he only. He did I don't the think one. It was he, this did, he did the Doctor's Wife. But I thought he had right, two. Right, he did one after oh, that. Oh, he did. Too. All right, he already did two. He did one after that. All right, that, that's yeah. just my fan fiction that he's going to keep writing for Doctor Who. So. No, but I think I had heard that, and I heard Grant Morrison, another oh, right. comic writer. Wasn't he supposed to I, do one too? I, you told me that. So if you had a fever yeah, dream, maybe that was just sort of something that went that. around that wasn't actually true. Yeah. Oh, and Eric uh, and I are writing it, episodes it, for it as well. They're never going to get who's produced. The new show, who, who's the new showrunner? It was a name that I did not recognize. He was someone that's written for the show before. Right? Yes, I, he has a history with um, with Doctor Who. You should know this. You should know this. You're the master of the new series. I, yeah. I just like the new series. Anyway, you guys already know this. Right, so you guys are on the internet. Yeah, it, it's Chris uh, Chibnall. Crispin Glover. It's Crispin Glover your, uh, is going to be running. Crispin Glover. I'm telling you, he should be the new doctor. <laughs> and, or he should be, be the, the new runner. master. He should probably be the new master. Yeah. Is, uh, he would be perfect. Um, but anyway, he did uh, something called Broad Church, which I'm not familiar oh, with. But that that's was, supposed to be pretty oh, good. Man, it was a super depressing uh Kind of procedural crime thing, uh, starring David Tennant. It was very good. Just, oh, okay. But just, Is he the main but just, guy? Yeah, Tennant was the main guy. Just really, really hard. Good show, hard to watch. Okay. I'm just looking up Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Oh, man. Not, he wrote, not one of my favorites. I didn't like that episode. Not one of my favorites. Me neither. He also did Cold Blood. Which one was that? Do you remember that one? No. That was a doctor. The name's not um, that descriptive. It goes deep underground and finds an ancient society that oh. has been just disturbed by the drill. Oh, yeah, oh okay. yeah. I like that one. That was, yeah. That 
That was the re- re- uh, reappearance that was one of, his. of the Silurians. Hungry Earth? Hmm? Hungry yeah, Earth? Yeah, that, that was the two-parter. Did? Another one? That was the yep. two-parter of uh, Silurians, yep. That's cool. We did 42. I liked 42. I remember... That was the spaceship that was heading oh, yeah. uh, for the sun or something? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. It was like a 42 minutes. Yeah. The whole episode. That's not bad. Real time. Okay, so other than dinosaurs in space, <laughs> this is pretty good. And Power of Three. I don't remember that one. Earth is suddenly visited by millions of small black cubes of unknown origin. Oh, yeah. That's the beginning of a master episode, I must have isn't seen it? It's a master episode. That one. Is it? I think so. All right. So I feel like we're just... Uh, we're just kind of riffing here, guys. We're just riffing and uh, doing whatever. Oh, he wrote Torchwood. Look at that. Oh, man. Did you ever see the, the Stars series yeah. of Torchwood? Started off great. I feel like we may have talked about this a little Did bit, we? but premise i thought was great yeah really cool idea really interesting way to see what would happen if people stopped dying and getting um you know what what would you do with all the bodies and all the the logistical problems and all that stuff but i felt like it just hit a point and then it just just went no like it had nothing going on and i actually stopped i didn't finish it either and i loved torchwood but you know children of i kind of left, left torchwood after spoiler after most of the characters died that kind of stank. Yeah. I mean, there were some good characters, and they just right. all right. Everyone's dead now. That kind of sucks. What was the mini series? Uh, children, uh, the one with Peter Capaldi. Children, he was in that. Children of Earth. Children of Earth. He children was in that. Of, I keep saying Children of Men. Yeah, he was like the guy talking to the. Oh yeah, we talked about that too. The, uh, we talked about that too. Right. Creature. Well, why can't I think of the name of that? That's right. Children of Children of Earth. Yeah, Children of no, Earth. Children. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Why does that not sound right? I don't know. Anyway, we're definitely off the the reservation here, but that's a great series. <laughs> yeah, Torchwood Children. Hey, of great Earth, podcast! Sure. I love the part where you guys just start naming things that you like. <laughs> hey, remember that other thing? Uh, yeah, it was uh, Midnight. Russell T. Davies wrote that episode. Uh, it's called Midnight. It's a good episode. Yeah, it is a great episode. All right, um, we're, yeah. we're done. So anyway, that's it. Well, we're done. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you in uh, three weeks. And hopefully we have a solution to. Hopefully we'll have built a website to stream all of this. <laughs> but again, I'm not. I'm totally not kidding. If you want to send us DVDs, yeah, that would not be a bad review. thing. It, it doesn't even have to be Doctor Who. You send us a DVD of anything. Yeah, a, a wedding, bar mitzvah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yep. Okay. It's all cool. All right. Later. Later. <laughs> Bye. All right. Let's stop this. I was walking on the ground, I didn't make a sound Then I turned around and I saw a clown Had a frown, stood on a mound Started barking like a hound When I came to it, I found He showed me something that was brown So we became great friends And late in life, we got sick some soup, but he got worse. It asked for its purse. It got it, but it was empty, so it cried a plenty. I wondered what to do. I didn't know what to think, so I got a drink. And then I showed it something that was round. Then it died, smiled, fell on the ground. those days with the clown I get 